0: hello welcome to lights carry action i'm carrie morrison and i'm here to give you brief reviews so you don't have to do any research this week is going to get a bit personal my dudes because this week's theme is based on autism and autism representation and for those who don't know yes i am autistic so i'll do my best to separate my bias but for some of these films that that's not going to happen <laughs> So I know what you're all here for, so let's get on to the first film of the week. All right, nearly here we My neighbor's passed out on the floor and I can't feel her pulse. Does the little girl have any family members we can contact? Family members? I can hardly take care of myself. Come on, this is your responsibility. Bro. hey music I'm your sister all she's got now is you hi. Hi. Damn, it's okay. hi there I don't know what I'm doing I don't music it's your friend Ebo I live next door can Do you need to move in <laughs> yes the first film we are looking at is music released in 2021 written and directed by sia but also co-written by dallas clayton and what a terrible mistake they have made this film is about music who is someone with a lot of special needs uh on the autistic spectrum and her grandmother passes away so her free-spirited half-sister zoo comes over to help take care of music however She gets help from a guy called Ebo, and then it just doesn't become about the autistic person at all, it just becomes about a budding relationship, learning to take care of an autistic child. Just like she helps me. And I'm actually learning how to love, because I love her. So for those of you who don't know the the background behind this film, so firstly, they spoke with a charity called, I think Autism Speaks, and everyone knows that that charity believes in really warped things about autistic people, such as conversion therapy, meaning that autism can be cured. And I'm like, hey, I didn't realize my autism was a disease. Thank you very much. Anyway, There are parts implemented from it that are very dangerous for autistic kids, such as pinning them down onto the floor, which not only makes the situation worse, but there has been instances where that has killed autistic people. Also, apparently, Sia wanted to cast an autistic person in the lead, but when they were getting autistic actors to come on set, they got so distressed that instead of, you know, making accommodations to make the autistic person have a relatively decent experience they were like nah let's just cast maddie ziegler instead and even then maddie ziegler had had times on set where she cried because she thought what she was doing was wrong but see ya Absolutely stood her ground and was like, "Nah, mate, this is fine." When it was not fine, none of this is fine. And not only that, when we first saw clips of Maddie Ziegler as music, when her portrayal of it is insulting to say the absolute minimum, Zia then bottled down even further and was calling all autistic actors bad actors. So you know what this this is this is beyond reparation there was nothing about this film that could even have saved it from me hating everyone involved in this film although there's a case about maddie ziegler being a young child and had trusted the adults to make the right decisions but i guess the moral of the story is that some adults are absolute morons anyway to get onto the film i'm gonna get this over with the portrayal of the autism in this film is insulting inaccurate and dangerous to see, th- to say the absolute least and they love to pretend that music is the lead of the film when actually it's about the two able-bodied people in the main cast having a relationship and then they just kind of forget music and leave her in the background as they're like oh man it's so hard trying to raise an autistic kid. The sad thing about it for me is that there are aspects of it that I thought were potentially quite decent. There are moments in it where there are musical numbers and it's bright and colourful and there's like different textures that embrace the ooh kookiness absolute magical disabled person which at points I was like maybe this is a quite good interpretation of what it's like going on in an autistic person's brain but actually it just came out as oh this is magical disabled character with oh they're so kooky with their weird fantasies oh look at this look at these people and then they just become diluted and twisted in order to propel the inner thoughts of the able-bodied people so i'm like hey that's cool my experiences are totally invalid thank you so much i guess the able-bodied people have better things to say than i ever will cool thanks bro i'm just surprised that nobody on set was like hey buddy Nah, this ain't it. But not only did no one on set say anything like that, the Golden Globes think it's so cool. And does that not tell you how absolutely out of touch people in Hollywood are? They think just because it's a film about an autistic person that it should deserve all the awards, but actually it's the most insulting thing I have ever watched in my entire life. And it was nominated for Best Musical or Comedy, and yes, it's musical, but also the music moments didn't make me laugh, it made me really heckin' depressed. Anyway, don't watch this film. It is absolutely not worth your time. And no matter how many people tell you it is bad, it'll be worse than they've ever described it. Do not give this your time. Do not give this your money. Just talk to an autistic person. They'll give you a way better account of what it's like to be autistic than anything this film has ever bloody depicted. And breathe. As we go on to our second film of the week. And guys, I'm sorry. I've got to go. I've got a really big craving for crispy cream. None of us really know each other. We're all screw-ups. But somehow... We were all in the same place at the same time when Billy found those coins. Guys, check out how we glow. I'm blue! (laughs) I'm black! What? I am. No, you're not! (laughs) No. The second film we are looking at this week is Power Rangers, released in 2017. Directed by Dean Israelite and written by multiple people. John Gattins, Michelle Mulroney and Kieran Mulroney, Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. And it's about five teens in Angel Grove, both have different backgrounds and are experiencing hardship. And then they find these multicoloured coins and they become hecka strong. Then they find out they've become the Power Rangers. Buried underground. I'm pretty sure I'm a superhero. Cool. Ping in that cup. Power Rangers were a legion of warriors. You must become those warriors. It's just the hologram, like a video game. That's a strong oh. ass hologram. Not a video game. No one meant to have all that power. You were born for this. I will destroy everything. She is pure evil how do you expect us to stop her it's morphin time do better than anybody so firstly the representation of autism in this film is great not only did they say it but also i felt like With a lot of films about autistic people, they're usually on the side of the spectrum, which means they have multiple needs. Whereas I felt like with this character, Billy, who's played extremely well by R.J. Siler, his experiences that are depicted in the film are very much accurate to how I was like in early high school. And I felt like even though it doesn't give moments of what it's like going on inside Billy Cranston's brain, you know what? I think this is great enough representation to show people that Autism is so individual, and there are many different needs that autistic people might need, and that is normal. I liked that. Good job. In terms of the actual film itself, here's the thing I actually really liked the characters, and I like the fact it was incredibly diverse and had different experiences. The actual story of how it unfolds, I think you like the characters enough, or I especially connected with the characters enough to stick with it but then he gets into the last like maybe half an hour and it just gets stupid I mean yes I knew about the meme of the importance of Krispy Kreme in this film but oh my god it actually (laughs) got on my nerves (laughs) Originally, I just found it hilarious because obviously the film is being satirical about itself, that it's obviously so endorsed and so sponsored by Krispy Kreme that they just have to make fun of it. But it gets to a point where you see Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa sitting in a Krispy Kreme and eating a donut. And I'm like, oh, this is this is stupid. I I don't know if I like this or not. And some of the conflict is a little bit forced. And, you know, there are implements in the action sequences that I'm just like, ah, this is like every usual coming of age teen superhero film. But you know what? I think this is one of the better teenage coming of age superhero stories that we usually see all the time. But this one, I think it showed a lot of promise. And it really focused on the bond between these characters. And Even though it got more to being a bit of a spectacle near the end of it, which diluted everything a little bit, I think the actual bond between these actors and their relationship was so great that it made me really connect with them on an emotional level. I'd be happy to watch this again if this was on TV or something, or if I just fancied a movie night. The only criticism I mainly have is, I know they were hinting at the Yellow Power Rangers, aka Becky G, there was hints that she's a lesbian and her family are trying so hard to be normal and what's quite unfortunate with me is that they didn't actually say she's gay they just said girlfriend troubles and then she just doesn't answer the question that's the most we get to any kind of confirmation that she's lgbtq plus and that's unfortunate for me i felt like they could have given little queer kids some nice representation like they did with autistic people but okay fine and in the final act they try a lot to cram in like the dino morphs and then they become this big conglomerate body of machinery and whilst there were elements that I really enjoyed and I thought the soundtracking of it and the actual score was a little bit plain and the actual choices like playing power in the middle of the action sequence was actually quite fun so all in all I think there are a lot worse superhero films out there and this is one that I actually really enjoyed and unlike many superhero films I'd be so happy watching this again now let's get on to our third film of the week this is a little indie gem i hope gets all the awards but 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 anyway let's listen to a clip of the trailer first can you imagine how your life would be if you couldn't say what you wanted Naoki Higashida makes a map of his mind. It's kind of poetry. How do I see the world? For me, the details jump straight out The last film we're looking at this week is The Reason I Jump, a documentary technically released last year but it's now available in US virtual cinemas that I was able to watch. So it's directed by Jerry Rothwell and it's inspired by the original novel by Naoki Higashida who wrote the book when he was 13 and is a non-verbal autistic person and wrote a novel to encapsulate his experiences. So this film is sort of an exploration into the novel and documenting autistic people around the world about their experiences. I think we can change the conversation around autism by being part of the conversation. Right now, Joss is having a joy that I will never come close to. (laughs) To live my life as a human being, nothing is more important than being able to express myself. What I loved so much about this documentary is that it really focused on the autism experience and focusing on tiny details and its sound design and its cinematography that really i've never seen my brain encapsulated so much in a film as i did with the reason i jump and the cinematography is done by rudin de chance and the sound designer is nick ryan absolute props to both of them it was absolutely fantastic and the way they told the stories of the different children like across the world was so heartbreaking but also uplifting. And I think what the message of the film was when you get to the end of it is that autism doesn't hold you back from things you want to achieve. You have an autistic person that becomes a painter and starts their own art gallery. There is someone who uh, moves out and lives independently with his friend. And you see that autistic people are capable of many things. And it was so reassuring to me watching something like that. And the ongoing narration of excerpts from the book uh, was really brilliantly done and how they connected with different moments of the autistic kids' stories. I think the the thing that I loved the most about it was because it basically shows that just because an autistic person can't speak doesn't mean it can't hear you and it has its own thoughts. So there's a scene for example where an autistic kid has learned how to spell out sentences and saying how it's nice to finally have an opportunity to have an education and they say they have denied us our civil rights and you realize that the powers that be in the government I mean especially from me and my experience of how they think because you're disabled they infantilize you and think that you're just an extension of your relative and that you're just essentially an unwanted child when it's not the case we are people with human thoughts and it's just that the way we communicate is different to neurotypical people that makes us the quote-unquote weirdos or disabled or whatever anyway this film is so stunningly made and i think the stories told are so diverse I would highly recommend it just to get different views of different autistic people's experiences and just an accurate description of how an autistic person's brain might work encapsulated in the narration as well as the cinematography and sound design. Now those are all the films I've watched this week. I think the film I'm going to go with is music. (laughs) I hope you didn't fall for that. But that that, that was a joke on my part. Now, I think I'm going to go with the reason I jump. I think it's an absolutely lovely documentary. And I was able to, even though it said US virtual cinemas, I was able to use my own uh, uh, card, my Monzo card. And I was able to watch it absolutely fine. And it's quite short. It's an hour, 20 minutes. So if you have the time, absolutely go and watch it. But that's all the time I have for this week. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It would be immensely appreciated. And also, if you fancy supporting the show, this show has a Patreon. It's £1 a month, and the link to that Patreon is in the show notes. And you can keep updated of the podcast activities by going on the Instagram, Lights Carry Action. And you can also follow my personal Twitter and Instagram at carrymo97. But that is it for the time being. Take care and stay safe.